This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Gabriela Ribeiro. She's a serial entrepreneur, frequent world wanderer, single mom and author with two successful books and a third one on the way. She also runs The Mogul Mom, which is a dynamic global community of mompreneurs who are raising a family, running a business and rocking both. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So how did you get into what you're doing currently? Tell me a little bit about that journey. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that things that you love tend to find you. So I, I never really meant to have, I mean, like kind of a, a couple of businesses in travel. <laughs> I just always loved to travel. Um, and I <clears throat> found a way, I mean, I meant to be a lawyer. Or I think at one point I wanted to be a diplomat. <laughs> um, you know, studied a bunch of different things in college and uh, just always had a real love for traveling the world. And um, one day an opportunity just kind of came by and I grabbed it. And um, I think it's what you make of it. When you have passion for something, you find a way to build on it and continue to innovate so that you can kind of create the life you love. It sounds a little bit corny, but <laughs> it really is really, you know, true. And I think you can be the most successful, you know, person in your, in your mind and, and in your heart, you know, if you're really getting up every day and doing something that you really, really enjoy. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And like I mentioned, you wrote two books and the third one on the way. What got you into writing books and were their motivations different for each book? Very much so, yeah. I, I really always loved writing. I mean, I, I've been, you know, blogging since blogging was a thing, I guess. And, you know, keeping track in the first book was I was always just kind of keeping track of my travels and, and more so what I learned along the way, um, you know, what each place that I had been to had taught me. So I just kind of decided to put it all down on paper. I didn't know that it was going to be a book at the time. Yeah, just kind of collected all of it and, it and it became this beautiful project, which I hope inspires people to just want to travel. That's my only wish. Um, and then the other one is because I'm in different types of businesses, um, and I like to do a lot of things at once and I'm kind of known for maybe jumping before I really think about it. <laughs> um, I kind of wrote a book that uh, was dedicated to entrepreneurs to try to help them eliminate overthinking because I think that that's what gets in the way of people being able to really live their dreams. Um, you know, they let fear hold them back, which is completely normal. Um, these books are sort of just my, you know, well, that book rather is just really my journey and some tips of how I got around all of that to be able just to to make things happen without, you know, waiting years and analyzing and overthinking and, and letting your dreams die. No, that's great. And what recommendations or advice do you have for somebody that may be thinking of a book, some of the stuff you may have went through from book one to book two to book three? I think it, it's it's funny because I, the, the thing that stops people from writing a book is just them picking up a pen or, <laughs> or like getting on their laptop and actually typing. Everybody, I think everybody wants to. And all it takes is just really to start. It's very, very basic advice. And I don't think that you have to know exactly where it's going. I don't think you have to have a story map or a journey map. I think as long as you're consistently putting something down and go back and look at it later and kind of see how all the cards fall. I mean, it's great to have a shape of what you want to talk about and it may be a loose outline, but I think people get really rigid 
about, and you know, if, especially if it's sort of like in a, you know, a, a book that they're writing with theories, you know, or stories or memoirs, it doesn't really have to have a very tactical plan. And I think people get nervous about that and they really should just write first and, and think about how to organize it later. No, I agree. And I think that recommendation can be, you know, said for everything. People have that initial fear of getting started and it holds a lot yeah. of people back when they can just start imperfectly and then, you know, build up over time. People want to put out a perfect product, perfect book, perfect, you know, piece of work. But yeah, creating something with a few flaws or holes, you learn as you go to adjust and get it better based on feedback. Absolutely. So what motivates you to succeed? I know you're doing a lot of stuff. So what kind of motivates you day to day? What's kind of your guiding compass? Uh, you know, just having a lot of things I want to do. Um, it's not necessarily money. I mean, we all need money and we all need to live. But that isn't, you know, that isn't always the driving factor. It's I have a lot of ideas and I, I like seeing them come to fruition and I, I like projects. So I'm, I'm good with like a beginning, middle and end. Um, and there's a lot of things that I still want to get done. So I think, you know, as I go forward, it's fun to think about what I can check off the list and what I can maybe, you know, start and then pass off to somebody. It's just, I think, never stop dreaming, I guess, is, is you know, my advice, because once you think you kind of climbed the mountain, <laughs> there's nowhere else to go, but there really is in business always something else to do. There's another division to launch. There's another, you know, innovative product you can create. I think as long as you keep that going, then, um, you know, then the fun doesn't really stop. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think when people uh, view success as a destination, when they get there, they may become complacent. But when they see it as a journey, they keep going and going and going and reaching one kind of, you know, plateau, and then overcoming that and finding something else that's a little bit, you know, bigger, with more challenges. And that's kind of like the fun of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing that you may have struggled with in the past that you've turned into an asset and you utilize today? Um, I think in the beginning, getting, I guess, being too familiar with people I was working with and not drawing boundaries, you know, especially when you have to run a business. I think you want to be everybody's friend and, and that's a good thing, but you also have metrics to achieve and you've got to report to your clients, you know, and you have to have a team that, you know, that really understands the vision of what you're trying to achieve, you know, so, so kind of maintaining that, that boundary between like boss and friend because I you know I, I encourage a really lovely atmosphere you know familiar atmosphere with my team but needing to to make sure that that line is drawn and um, the second thing completely is understanding how to manage cash flow because when you own your own business it's really it just sounds you know ridiculous to you know of course you think okay this should be great and you know I'm making more money and whatever um, very few people you know when you're contracting or you're independent or a small business very few people pay on time you know, you're, you're chasing money, you know, you're, you're, it's not like getting a steady paycheck every, every Friday or every month or whatever the case may be. So that can really mess a lot of people up when they start out. So I always say like, if you're going to start a business, try a couple of months ahead of time to manage your money in a very, like, try to be really lean, try to figure out what that looks like to operate on a very lean <laughs> amount of money coming in um, and, and dealing with receivables and understanding how to do all that, because that can really be something that makes a lot of people give up in the beginning. Yeah, I agree. And you have to kind of uh, come to the realization that you're not working for somebody else and you don't have a steady <laughs> yes. paycheck and that safety net. So like you said, you have to plan and kind of have some kind of forecast that you can get by personally and your business can get by or else 
you know, a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs fail and fail quickly. And some of them get discouraged for going on to the next thing. Exactly. Exactly right. So tell me a little bit about the community that, you know, you offer for uh, mompreneurs. How, how is that? How, how has that grown over time? Yeah, it's been interesting. I sort of moved into that role um, as kind of steering the ship at the Mogul Mom. Um, I didn't found it, but I, I've, I'm now leading it. And it's interesting because I think what happens to moms is that there are, there are so many that want to start their own business. And there are so many moms that sort of bow out of the workforce to raise their children, which is wonderful and completely admirable. And if you can do that, great, you know. Um, but what what happens is that once you do that, your your circle becomes different. You're maybe not you know, mixing with a lot of people who understand your ideas, if you've got that entrepreneurial bug, you know, and your circle becomes just completely different and sometimes smaller. So we offer a space for, you know, mentorship and, and really positive motivation and advice for either moms who are already in their own businesses and they want to up level or moms that want to get back in the game, but on their own terms, because life has changed, their, their flexibility has changed, they want to balance between, you know, children and home life. And um, so we offer, you know, support and, and advice and a, a great community to help both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I think that's really important to have like-minded people support you or around you and people that may have, you know, gotten to where you want to be and people that can kind of uplift you and understand where you're coming from. Because at times if you have friends or coworkers or, you know, business associates that don't necessarily believe in your dream or aren't coming from kind of the same perspective or mindset they could be discouraging you or you're not getting that kind of motivation or extra push or even knowledge to get you through that period in terms of some of the pitfalls to avoid. Correct. Yeah, they can't relate. So that they, I think, in, and when you're not, you know, in the work world, you find fewer and fewer people who understand your dream and can support you the right way. So what is, what is some advice you can give to entrepreneurs or someone that may be working full time that wants to get into entrepreneurship, some of the stuff that you may have experienced that they can possibly avoid when you first, you know, made that leap. I think it's really, as I said before, it's got to be something you really love or else you're never going to do it the way that it should be done. You know, so it's got to be either a product that you believe in or, a, you know, just a, a whatever space you want to choose, whatever industry. It's got to be something that just cannot, you know, nothing tops that. Because if you're sort of doing it, you know, halfway just to say you own a business or, you know, it, it, it's not really going to work. I see a lot of things, you know, it's no, no disrespect to multi-level marketing, but it happens a lot. A lot of women say, oh, I'm starting my own business and I'm going to do this. And because what they see on everybody's Facebook feed is, oh, who won the car? Who did this? You know, and they think that that's, <laughs> that's the best way to get what they want. Um, maybe they don't believe in the product or maybe they're not really passionate and then they, and then they quit. You know, it, it's got to be something that, that drives you and that you just say, this cannot fail. Like there's no other option. It has to be, um, you know, it has to be successful and, and maybe not jumping on somebody else's train is, you know, cause that's, it looks easy and anything that looks easy, um, usually isn't. <laughs> so, so it's, you know, I think that you've got to start from a place of, you know, passion. Yeah, I agree. And I think there's a lot of fads and a lot of like get rich quick schemes on the internet yeah. and everything in terms of social and what we're <laughs> getting bombarded with. There's a lot of materialism. And obviously, I'm very glad I came here from Ukraine when I was five. I really appreciate capitalism in the United States, but obviously it's a buying economy. So you're constantly bombarded with you need this and you need that. And I think a lot of the time when you go lean as an entrepreneur, 
and have just the basics and can get by, you can get a lot further than having a lot of bills or, you know, money out, out tying you down. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's, you know, that image, like you said, some, some of the cars, stuff like Arbon and companies like that, I'm not going to knock it. I, I'm yeah. personally in the digital marketing space. So basically, you know, uh, search engine optimization, social paid search, that kind of thing. Um, I think those people, if they were very passionate, I mean, they may be passionate about Arbon, but they could just as easily start their own business in terms of designing a product or a service and possibly be a little bit more passionate about it than the company that, you know, they're currently focusing on, like you said. But I'm not going to yeah. knock anybody's kind of hustle what they're about, but I agree <laughs> No, definitely not. Yeah, but I think if it looks like too easy and, you know, and all of a sudden you're just not getting it, that that's, that's you know, that's a, a, a kind of a, a, a tipping point for people giving up when it doesn't happen right away when they expect it to, you know? Yeah, and I think it's a culture, like I said, with social media, instant gratification. So they see people yeah. getting things. They don't see all the struggles or that journey that got them there. And they automatically think that if they jump into the, the thing that person may be doing, they're going to have instant success or the type of success that those people achieved. And obviously, time variables and other things in terms of factors aren't the same. So you may not have the same result. Exactly. Exactly. So in terms of having a lot of stuff going on and obviously being a mother, what recommendations can you make for other mothers that may have, you know, one child, multiple children that may want to get into a business or start something from home? How can they go about doing that? Um, a, a couple of things. I think, you know, most importantly, it's it's really important to um, get your buy-in from your family. So whether it's, you know, if you are on your own and you have children or if you have a partner, I think it's important that they understand what it is that you want to do and how they can be a part of it and how they can support you. Because when you're, if you're not working and you're looking, you know, at starting a business, people are going to wind up getting a little bit less of you, less physical time, you know, like an actual minute or, you know, less availability (laughs) or, you know, you're going to be up later or you're going to be up earlier or whatever it is. Um, And things are going to change a little bit in everybody's life. So I think it's important that they know why you're doing what you're doing and to integrate them as much as possible and also understand that you know it's it, self-care is really really important so if like you're, you're going to be doing all of this stuff and and adding to your plate because you're you're a parent you're already really scrambling whether you're working outside of the home or not you know you're going to have to understand that you know your schedule is going to change your hours are going to be limited but you're going to have to find some time for you to keep sane to be able to be a better you and balance everything no i agree So what's one takeaway you can leave with the audience in terms of advice, either personal or professional? Uh, Just don't wait, you know, like there's the really isn't ever going to be a great time, like, or the perfect time, I'd say, you know, um, people say, okay, I'll start a business when I have X amount saved, or I'll do this when I have X amount, or just just like they do with weight loss, you know, I'll be happy when I get this, I'll be happy, you know, and there really isn't any other, (laughs) any other way to do it than just to do it, you know, and I think people um, hesitate a lot, They, they sort of see their dreams come and go because they didn't act on them. And nothing, unless you're gambling your life savings, which I would never recommend, you know, nothing really can break, you know, I mean, if you if you try it, and it doesn't work, you tried it. You know, and it's it's just age old. I mean, it's it's just better to have done it, you know, and tried than to live with regret. So I'd say don't overthink it. Try and um, yeah, and the, there really isn't going to be a perfect time to actually do it. So now is is better than later. 
No, I agree. And nothing ever lines up perfectly. If you think everything aligns at some point, something's, you know, going to go awry or break. Nothing's ever (laughs) perfect or that perfect alignment where like your personal life, your professional life, everything is in this equal harmony. Something always ends up happening. So like you said, you should jump into it, try it. If it doesn't work, you figure out it didn't work and take some kind of, you know, information from that and move on to the next thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you or any other things you have going on? Sure. The easiest way is just uh, Gabriella at themogulmom.com. That's kind of my most accessible point. Yeah. And I answer everything personally. So I'd love to, you know, chat with you. And on Instagram, uh, it's usually travel related. It's the Explorator at the Explorator. So you can find me there and follow my adventures on Instagram there. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thanks a lot. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.